Tay, what's up, Chris? What is up, Fatlum? What's going on, man? Nothing, man. Nothing much. Just here in my country for emergency travel. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. Today we're doing the, you know, the podcast a little bit differently. Uh, oh. But nonetheless, we're still going to do the podcast. You know, this, yeah. this is not going to affect us from getting what we have to say out there. The message. We have to get the message out there. Yes, let's do that, man. Let's start about that. Yeah, so, you know, I got an interesting topic today. I think um, you might, you know, you you know a lot about this, as you know, as do I, because we're both coaches, we're in this environment. And no. so it's going to talk about, you know, parents and how they affect their child's uh, development in uh, soccer. Tell so, you, man, they, they, they kind of, they kind of do a lot of things. I can tell you firsthand, yes, it's a lot. Yep. And um, but it's I, listen, a conversation that we can have a lot to say, but I don't know if it's gonna be true or false. So it's just our opinion, and. Uh, well, this is stuff that happened to us, and so I think it's important to share this information with the parents because, you know, they have to realize that you are a huge part of your child's development, whether yeah. or not you think so, just like we are. And, um, you know, what you do to your child is is, is going to help them or break them uh, to get to that next level. And so, you know, just to start with it, I think, you know, again, like I said, parents are very important to the child's development. And so I just want to go to something specific, like something that bothers me. And this necessarily, it hasn't happened, you know, in a while, thank God, because I I've mm-hmm. established a great relationship with my parents. And so um, it doesn't happen anymore. But um, it has happened when I used to work out in New York. And so what had happened was you get parents that they go to the game and they're screaming at their kid, you know, literally like as if they're Xbox, you know, controllers or PlayStation controllers, like pass to him and shoot. And, and I just think it's really, you know, disgusting that, you know, that people do that, that parents do that, that coaches do that. Even, um, I know we're talking about from a parent, you know, perspective, but even coaches, we sometimes do that. And, um, I had to shy away from that. But parents, I just want to let you know, if you're listening, let your kids go to a game and let them explore. And what do I mean by that? Let them go out and be themselves on the field. Don't try to control them as far as like what to do, who to pass to, because you're not helping them on the field. You're kind of giving them second guesses and what that means is their instinct is telling them to play a pass to somebody but you're telling them to play a pass to somebody else ultimately double guessing in anything you know anything in life really is yeah. you're not going to get something good out of it and so you know it, it, and Fathom you can even speak on this it's kind of like the kids have to choose who to listen to do I listen to myself do I listen to the coach do I listen to my parents and those are really hard choices when you're a young kid. It's 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 like you it's like you're putting your own kid on a crossroad, and yeah. he don't know what to pick and choose. And, and it's hard. And is 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 hard, and also is more easy for a kid that he he enjoy the the playing time, and he has he already have enough stress from the coach. Why right. to get more stress? from the parent and believe me I I, I had that in my uh, career that I had a player he was a good player and his dad always was recording the game and believe it or not he was always screaming shoot pass why you did this why you did that why you don't listen to me I, I as soon as we go home I have a speak with you and a lot of things man that's that's a lot of pressure for a kid then don't like we need to even name the age of the kid even if you do a 15 years old kid something like that he kind of gonna gonna go through hell it goes it goes 
with older kids. I think, you know, I it's see it happen a lot more when they're younger, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, parents are, like, uh, overstressed of what they're dealing on life. And I get that. And also, they kind of think that they help their kids. But if a kid will play the whole game by me, like a coach, or you, like a parent, telling what to do, then he will never he will never grow up. No, he can't. It's a it's it's really it's a really challenging environment. And so I'll tell you a little bit of a story that actually happened. Um, I think it was last season. And so I I always I always analyze my opponent. I always analyze you know everything I do rather. Um, and so this particular opponent, they were they were pretty good. Um, for our boys to go out there and to compete with this group, I knew it was going to be, you had to be disciplined. You had to have a structure behind it. Um, and as do I have in every game and every session, but with this team particularly, I knew that if we wanted to compete and really, you know, to show what we had in that game, we had to be disciplined. We had to be compact. We couldn't leave spaces for them to exploit. And so what had happened was I set out a game plan Usually my team is very attacking, you know, minded. We keep possession of the ball. Uh, we like to do it in the, uh, uh, the other team's attacking third. And we like to play. I like the kids to play with the ball. Enjoy yourself. Um, have fun with it. Because ultimately when you're having fun with it and you're playing with the ball, you know, you see the creative side. And, and, and we create a lot of chances just as a whole, which is great. I love it. For this particular team, I knew that they were better than us with the ball. And, and you and you have to, you know, as a coach, you know, suck it up and say, you know what, listen, they're better than us with the ball. You can kind of see that from, you know, me watching previous videos, um, analyzing, you know, who they are. And so when we came to play against them, I that for an entire week of practices, I organized the team defensively, not to exploit spaces, to sit back, to really let the team you know, figure out how to stay compact in certain areas rather than just do what most modern um, players and teams do. They just go on a full-out press, and then after about 10 or 15 minutes, they just leave in a ton of space in behind. And so we went out with that. And um, the first, you know, it was it was an indoor game, and uh, those games are 55 minutes. And so for the first 40 minutes of that game, it was really, really good. They didn't have a lot of chances. You know, we were actually the team that was countering their, their chances. And so I was really pleased, you know, what our boys were doing. And so there was one parent who I won't name. As a matter of fact, he's no longer with the team. Um, mm -hmm. He told his son, he said, go press. He's like, press, press. And um, I, I just remember, like, thinking, like, why are you telling your kid to press? Like, you don't even know the game plan. And you're telling your kid to go press a kid and that's going to make him come out of his position. And that team I know will exploit that position once it happens. They're waiting for that, that cue of him to come out of his position so they can pretty much break us down. And exactly what I just said is was exactly what happened. Um, uh, my six came out. He, uh, I don't know, was it my six or my strike? It was one of those two positions. They came out to press, ball went around them. My defenders have to compensate for that. They come out and uh, they score and it was 1-0. And I just remember telling the boys, you know, keep, let's keep going. We keep playing. We keep playing. We're not going to change the way we do things uh, just because we're a goal down. We're going to keep, you know, sticking to the game plan. And, and we play. Obviously, we need to get a goal at this point. So we have to start pushing numbers forward. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, it, it, the parents like, press, pressure, pressure. And I'm screaming across the field. Mind you, I, I don't do this a lot, especially towards parents, because I'm not there for the parents. I'm there for the players. So I, I should really mm -hmm. not be speaking to any parent during a game at all. Um, before and after, yes, but during the game, no. I, I, you should come to the game, sit down, and enjoy as a fan. And what I mean as a fan, I mean a fan for your team, a fan for the game, a fan for, you know, your child. And, and what do fans do? They cheer and they watch and they applaud, you know, when they have to applaud. Now, if they're being paid, exactly. 
when they're if they're being paid a lot of money, you can say whatever you want to say to them, but they're not. So let's leave the negative comments to the side. Um, and I just remember screaming. I'm like, guys, if I hear anything from any other parents again, I'm shutting the game down. Like, I will not do this for the sake of the kids. Like, you have to understand that we're sticking to a game plan. Yes, we're losing, but you need to understand that let the kids go into the field. Let them make certain decisions. And they were doing it very well. And we lost that game 1-0. And to keep the story really short, I don't want to, you know, keep going and keep going. I remember yeah. telling the boys after the game, I said, man, I, I really have to tell you, we lost 1-0, but that was the best team that we've played against all season. Uh, they were ranked, like, I think, number three in New Jersey. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, for us, man, how we played, really, to tell you the truth, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, of the boys, um, because it took a lot of resilience to hold back from how we normally play to say, okay, now we're changing how we play. This team is a lot better than the ball than we are. Let's sit back. Let's defend. And it was just one mistake, you know, from the parent side, not from the player side. I don't blame the player for coming out and pressing. I blame the parent for yeah. screaming at him, go pressure. And, uh, it was it was really you know for me just amazing because and I say amazing because I don't want to be mean because I love my parents and again this parent's not with me anymore uh, but I still don't like to speak bad about people it, you don't understand what you do to not only your child but to the team when you tell these players these things you're not helping at all yeah you're not helping so you know with us I, I make it you know pretty strict with the parents i come to the game don't at the minute that your, your child steps onto the field you're not allowed to tell them anything unless it's encouraging or it's information that they like it's it's like it's gonna they're gonna die over it like it, you know other than that you come you sit down you watch i don't need parents telling my kids anything it, it doesn't help them it doesn't at all as a matter of fact a lot of parents that tell their kids things especially for the bad, those kids drop out of playing soccer. And Fathom, I know that you know yeah. that that's the truth. Yeah, it is. That's sadly true. But listen, uh, we, all, we, all, we all get that, Chris. That's, that's one thing. We get that. But the thing is that most of parents, on my knowledge, they do those things because they want to help their own uh, kids right right and sometimes even like a parent you can you can be mistaken or you can make mistakes of course but it, it, it's your proudness that uh, don't let you go back and say that look I made mistake because like with uh, relationship uh, parents and kids are are kind of tough we all have uh, parents and uh, even if my if my if my dad will make mistake he will never come to me and say listen I, I i did this mistake so sorry you know because right. then it's something that uh, kind of the kid will take over on 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 a different situation right right but on sports parents need to be more uh, supporters than ever it is not everybody let's not let's not no no it, it, of course everybody. it's not everybody so now we're speaking for parents that they are like that you know right and and I I I did some research, and uh, I, I wanna really like kind of say those research I did. You kind of have four different parenting, and those four I'm gonna name are like you have author authoritarian parenting. Okay. You have authoritarian Hative parenting, you have permissive parenting, and you have uninvolved parenting. Right. And I'm going to go down and kind of explain with, uh, like, small words. Okay. So the authoritarian parenting styles generally lead to children who are obedient and proficient, but they rank lower in happiness, social competence, and self-esteem right so by saying that those parents they kind of try to push their kids more so they kind of get to outside of that box 
So in short the, words, in short words, they're doing too much. They're doing too much. So the, the second one was authoritative parenting. Style tend to result in children who are happy, capable, and successful. So the third one is permissive parenting. Often results in children who rank low in happiness and self-regulation. These children are more likely to experience problems with authority and tend to perform poorly in school or sports or whatever right. they're doing, right? right? And the the last one is uninvolved parenting. Styles rank lowest across all life domains. These children tend to lack self-control, have low self-esteem, and are less competent than their peers. So the Parent kind of tried to help on all different levels of of the like parenting style, but we do we, we like they do sometimes they do a lot. So I don't want to be like a psychologist or something, but I just kind of researched some things and those things kind of uh, took my attention and I I brought here no, because we just good that you we just that's don't really want to you know we just don't want to. We just don't want to speak uh, without facts. No, of course. And, and, and one thing I have to say to parents, parents, just be a supporter. Be the first and last supporter for your kid. If he fails, go with that. If he and- win, again, stay humble with that, you know? So it, it's, it, it's because you're going to help your son no matter what, but you're going to help your son by staying close to his, uh, like, close to him. Of course. And it's I, and it's I just same wanna... thing, like, if I, need, if I need the shoulder to cry, I have my dad, I have my mother, you know. Right. But don't make me go away from you if you push me too much. That's what happens sometimes, man. I, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. And so... It's unfortunate that it happens, but I have a message. Um, my tone is going to change because I, it bothers me. So forgive okay. me if I sound like I'm angry, because the truth is I am angry. Um, I'm angry that there's so many kids dropping out of this beautiful game because there's not people that care enough about them to say, listen, it's okay to make mistakes. You're a human being. And, and, and this yes. is where I go with saying this. And, I, and I'm going to say it how I want to say it. Parents, I'm going to tell you something. As much as we don't like mistakes, it's a part of life. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And so when I say this, I say this to say, no matter what happens, your kid is going to make a mistake. So if he's on the field or she's on the field and they're making bad passes and they're they're doing uh, things that you deem that's not good. And and again, I go back to, you know, previous episodes and even people that know me, they hear me say this. How do you know it's a mistake? You don't know it's a mistake or not. Just because I mishit a pass doesn't mean it's a mistake. Just because I don't take a shot doesn't mean it's a mistake. Why do you want somebody to always listen to what you have to say? And when I say that, I mean during the game of soccer. I get that that's your child. But your child has to go out onto that field and explore, which is why I have a saying with my teams and the teams and the players that I come across and I say, son, or, 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 when if it's a girl, you know, I, I tell the girls, I say, you have to have freedom when you play on the field. Do I want yeah. you to have a structure? Yes, we have to have a structure because now we're playing a team sport. But you have to have freedom. What does that freedom mean? In certain areas of the field, you can do this. In certain areas of the field, you can't do this. But as a whole, you have freedom. Why? Because I make a decision and I have to learn from that uh pass i have to learn from that shot i have to learn from that cross it's not oh i'm gonna hit every single pass because professionals don't hit every single pass so stop stop ruining your child it's bad enough and i'm telling you as a coach because i've been around for the last decade watching and i was a player that had coaches that were not good i will tell you this firsthand i have it's already bad enough that coaches are ruining players i'm sorry i have to say this i'm not one of those coaches and if i and for any player that was a former player of mine, if you think that I ruined you, then, you know, 
call me on the phone and we'll speak about it. Because there's certain things I do to players and there's a reason why I do it. So if you feel like I was mean yeah. or I did something, call me up, send me an email, follow me on Instagram, do something. I'll, I'll shout that out later so that we can have a chat and I can explain to you why I did something. But to go back on topic, it's bad enough the coaches are, are, are ruining players with their decisions and how they do things. Don't be a parent that ruins your player too. Don't, don't be a, a parent that you want so much from your son or you want so much from your daughter and it's way ahead of their time. It's a process. Listen to me. I'm telling you because I've been doing it for many years now, coaching and playing. Mm-hmm. It's a process. It takes years to get where you want to be. And in fact, just to finish this, I, I got to say this. If I came to your job and I told you what to do and I have no expertise on anything, what are you going to look at me and say? What are you going to look that's at me and do? That's a good point. That's a good point. No, that's a great point because I have yep. parents that you want to become a coach. Listen, it's a test. Take the test. Get your licenses, work in the environment. It changed my life. It's the best thing I can ever do. I love my job, right? Yeah. Don't come to my job telling me how to do my job when you have no expertise in my field. Exactly. You, you, you do something else during the daytime. I do this full on. Like, I do this full on. There's not many guys that do coaching full on, but I can be the first one and proudly to say, I do coaching full on. So I invest yeah. my life into my guys, into my boys, into my kids. I love these guys. So you can't tell me how to do my job unless you've been doing it longer than me. You can't. There's absolutely no way. You don't have that experience that I have. You don't have the license that I have. So how can you, somebody who doesn't even play the game of soccer, tell me how to do my job? And then I'm going to hear these quotes and these, these statements and all this stuff. Well, my son plays forward. How do you know he plays forward? Why? Because he scores a bunch of goals on rec. Now he plays forward. If he plays with mm-hmm. an elite team, he's not forward. I see him as a midfielder. I see him as a defender. Just because you want to get that gratification of my kid is doing this for the team necessarily won't happen when he goes to another team. It won't happen yeah. if he gets a new coach. And so you have to change your thinking. But you also, you also get criticized if you put their son Some of the parents, they do have this problem. So if you put your, their son, if he plays striker, and he, like, we can say that he is good striker, but you also feel that he can do good on defense. And when you change the uh, position to their kids, they kind of go mad with you and you get criticized and you get kind of all the blame. So that's, I... that's something that uh, us, like coach, we understand that. You, like a parent, you also have to understand that the switching position is during the development time. There, you have the answer. Because your kid is here to develop and to go higher by kind of learning or playing all the positions. Right. Fathom, not to cut you off, sorry. I just want to ask you this while it's still on my mind. How do you know, and this is for the parents too, how do you know that that position is is for your child? How do you know? So on, 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 on the point of view of coach or a parent? In general. So, for example, I play fullback. How do you know that I'm a fullback? Because uh, if, if, if you play fullback, fullbacks need to be good on crosses, need to be good on coming back. And also pushing up to help the uh, offense or the attack and also help the defense. If I see that you are not doing those runs up and down, that you might not be good on that position. Because right. some, 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 some point, like some age groups, you can see the crossing because right. you can, uh, are not you have the power, yeah, the techniques, right? Exactly. But you, 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 you may see a lot of things because you also see if, if you are a striker and the whole team put pressure on the uh, opponent team and that striker most of the times kind of tackle good and steal the ball and kind of intercept the 
other team passes. That means that he can play even like a midfielder or even like a defender. Why? Because he has a good timing of, of the tackle or good interception on, on, on the ball. Right. So you, you can see a lot of things, but you just need to analyze all the movements. But you know what? What the problem is, the coaches will analyze and we will do what's best for the player and the team. And we analyze because we don't have heart on on a special kid like parents have. Right. So that's because your kid and, and, and we know. It's, it's, it's very different. Because when it's your kid, you have your heart and you have your love. That's different. It's different. And, it is different. But then when you are just a coach and you do not have those uh, mixed uh, feelings, involvement, yeah. feelings, then it's it's more easy for you. So so parents need to trust the coach. And listen, I can tell here, if you don't trust the coach, then don't let your son uh, train with him, right, Chris? Because I, if I you don't trust the coach, then how you gonna how you gonna trust the, you know, and mm-hmm. how you gonna think that the kid gonna develop? But also, you don't have to do uh, to judge like straight and then fast because you might get kind of uh, miss like uh, or, or something. misinformed something like that, you know. It just I do have I do have a lot of I do have a lot of like conversation with parents and the parents uh, kind of like me the way I intercept with their kids right. the words I use or the the the, the way I kind of get them to 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 do things and the way you say sometimes is need to be on 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 bunch of different things. I agree. That's really big. The way you you're yeah, coach, but you need you need you need speaking. You need to home. know the way of approaching to 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 special kid. I think for me, for me, it's it's that's number one on my list. I always talk about the approach in in an approach to the players, and yeah, approach to the parents even because again, and for the coaches listening, if you're listening, I, I don't care what nobody tells me. You have to have a great connection with the players the parent because if you don't it's going to be hard for that player to develop like i said and, and it's going to be and and you father you can tell me this there are coaches out there who don't say a word to any of their parents they don't say hi how you doing nothing and i'm like you're here for who yourself because if you're here for yourself you might want to change professions change careers do something. but now now listen we can mis misunderstood those uh those things why because some parents they do love less involvement from the coach i i've seen that Maybe. some parents yeah. they do love the approach from the coach and if they didn't get don't get that approach or kind of let's say the love then they kind of get away from you you know what i'm saying no absolutely i hear you a lot of and great. also it's 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 100 true if a parent doesn't love you or like you like a coach and like a person, he don't he don't he don't need to he don't need to keep his kid to your program. I agree. That's that's right. I agree. We can we can we can agree on that. So that's that's why the approach even with players and parents is so important and is a key relationship to developing the system or or or, or the, the 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 whole bunch of players right. uh, I, I I couldn't agree with you more but I think saying it is easier than doing it and um, yeah it's especially because we play the game of football or, or soccer if some most of you call it it's a game full of emotions and what do I mean by that you can it have is. a you can be up four zero next half you're down five four and, and your emotions completely just change so you can go from and even yeah. as a coach has happened to me many times you know, you go up from, oh my God! You know, we're playing. You know, we're playing fairly well, and uh, the team is performing. To oh my God, something just happened like the last like fifteen twenty minutes. And that, if you watch closely and you analyze it, 
that is development. Your kid is going to play awesome one day in a half. The next half Mm -hmm. might not be his best half. Why? A lot of things go into into accountability for that. It could be something he's feeling mentally, his body, something's telling him something. A lot of things. The game's changed. Like The team has adjusted to something he's doing, and now he can't figure out a way at that specific moment to get out of that. And uh, the coach maybe doesn't recognize it because a lot of teams only have one coach and a manager. And so maybe the coach doesn't pick up on it right away. And so he's not having the time of his life like he was once before. And uh, you as a parent, you know, now you're like, oh, what the hell happened? And then you lose the game. And this is, again, where I get pissed off because I think this is really important. And if you're this type of parent, I'm begging you, listen to this, what I'm about to tell you. I'm begging you to stop because you're not helping your kid. And some of you will tell me, and I, and I promise you, because my dad is the same way. I don't give a damn what the coach says. And, and and you're my son. I can do whatever I want with you. Absolutely. You can do whatever you want with your kid. However, if you want your kid to play high level, I'm telling you right now, stop. Because high level coaches will not tolerate that. You you, you will not go to no. college as a as a 18-year-old and your parent is telling the college coach what to do. I promise you he will be out the door the minute you raise your, your voice to the coach. They, exactly. they, they have many players that they can choose from. It's not like a club team where there's a specific uh, group of players that are chosen for the year. College, this guy's in an hour all the time. They have 30 players on the roster. I can choose you if I want. I can take you out if I want. The next guy yeah. will come in and fill it. So the car ride home, especially after losses, are really, really important for me. Most people, you know, at least here in New Jersey where I work and where you work, they take the car back home after the games and, I think it's important to, you know, if your kid wants to talk about it, you talk about it. But encourage them. Don't don't tell them, oh, why'd you make that mistake? Or you should have did this and you should because I promise you as a coach, if I if we lose, I'm already giving my fair shake of, of the game to him after the game. Am I calling them out for mistakes? Depends, like I said, on the individual, how they can respond, how they can take. I know how to push people. I know how to touch the buttons. Um, but on the car ride home, you, you shouldn't be critiquing your son or your daughter. You you shouldn't be telling them that you should have did this, this, and this. And I, and I got to tell you but something. It, it happened a lot, Chris. But that, it happens a lot. And then you realize that you think that you're being, you're showing your kid tough love. And yeah, you think you're showing your kid tough love. And then you see, and again, this is a project. But you also can, can break him. This is development. So, so then you see, okay. For four or five years, you're showing him tough love. And then that sixth year, he's like, Dad, Mom, I don't want to play soccer no more. What are you going to say? Yeah. What are you going to do? Then you're looking at yourself as a parent who spent all this money for the last six years or upwards of, I don't know, maybe at the rate that these clubs are going, $20,000. And some people think to myself, did I just waste $20,000? No, you're going to play soccer. You have to get that scholarship mm-hmm. for college. Because this is what some people are doing that for that reason. And, and you're putting yeah. all this pressure on your kid. I promise you, your kid will be developed faster if you let them enjoy it. And so I, I, I'm debating whether or not I want to say this player's name because it's a great example of, you know, how the player is, how the parent is. And it's overall, you know, as a matter of fact, our club as a whole, our, our, our club, you know, and I really, I really mean this, shout out to all the parents from our club because you guys have shown – a lot of commitment to the team. You've shown that professionalism in a sense that, and again, I'm not on the car ride home, so you know what you do on the car ride home. But yeah. from what I can see, you don't do what the typical parents do after games. You don't do the screaming from the stands like crazy people. So I really do applaud you guys for the efforts that you're making because it is helping your kids you may not see it right now, but it's yeah. it's a project that takes time. Over time, you will see that this is helping them, and especially with the younger ones, man. It's really important with the younger ones. I hate a parent that comes into a U8 game, a U9 game, a U10 game. He's screaming. Like, I, I promise you, if you catch me at the wrong moment, and I'm telling you, like, seriously, like, I, I'm not joking around when I say this. If you catch me at a wrong moment, 
and 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 during the game you say something to the kid, I promise I'm screaming across the field. I've done it many times. I'll shut the game down. So you have to understand, and I'll shut the game down, and I don't care if I'm winning or losing. Why I'll shut the game down? Because you have to understand that it's not for you. It's not about you. Don't don't scream yeah. instructions to your kid because you're not helping me. You're not helping him. You're not helping anybody. I think that you have a problem with yourself, which is why you do it. You're not. Don't tell me that you're helping because if you were helping, you would sit down and shut up. That's helping. Be quiet. Watch. Right. Learn it. Maybe you will learn something if you just watch. That's that's the best thing I can tell you in the most respectful way. Watch. Because as a coach, too, I can tell you that I used to be a screamer in the sense of always trying to help the players. Keyword: help the players, quote unquote, help the players. But I wasn't helping my, my players. I was hurting my players because they were not making decisions based off of their instincts. They were basing their decisions off of my instincts, what I would do if I were them. And that's not how you play soccer. We're all different. Our skill levels are all different. How we think is very different. So I stopped that. And now it, it, I, I am happy that I stopped that. I'm proud that I stopped that because I see my teams playing much better. They show much more confidence. And to tell you the truth, the development has become even better. For yeah. the individuals. So yes, let, me, let me let me ask you let me ask you something like because I have I have an answer for my question but I just want to see if you ever ha have or have been on a situation where you you played on a tournament okay. with uh, the team that uh, you had and after first game playing. The parent comes to you and says, listen, if you're not going to play my son next game, uh, I'm out. Like straightforward, I'm out. Okay. And by saying that, Chris, I had his son playing, but not the whole time. But I can count maybe 20 minutes. Right. Max. So... It comes to a point, even the conversation get to be like escalated. Right. Because on those moments, you like a coach and him like a parent, you both like we both are on a fire. Absolutely. And one of us needs to be a water guy. Right. Somebody got to cool the flames. To cool cool it down. So, believe it or not, and also, I don't know if parents know this, but we do have a rule, or all the clubs have a rule that you are 24 or 48 hours, you are not allowed to speak with the coach after the game. Oh, but they do it. You know why they do it? Because I paid $2,000 for my kid to be at your academy. No, no, so of, course, of course they do it. That's why you do it. Let's be honest. Be honest with mm -hmm. yourself. You do it because you pay all this money. Exactly. But but that, 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 that's the experience I had. I was in a tournament with uh, the team, and a parent comes straight forward to me after end of the first game, and we had three more to, to go. And he said, Coach, you're not putting my son to play a lot and you're not doing that you're not doing this my son is here to develop that's why I pay all of that I said listen you can't say that I did not put your son to play your son was playing but now during those times he just couldn't find himself on those position I put right so I need to find a position that he can do better. And I'm not taking him off because he's doing bad. I'm taking him off because I don't want him to get down mentally. Not because right. he's doing bad. Because you get down mentally because I hear, I hear players talk to each other. And especially when you are teammates, you kind of are letting the whole team down. And if a coach doesn't see those things, then a parent can see at all. Because sometimes I do have games that players did not trust each other passing the ball. 
and well, those situ- those situations are hard to read like a parent but for you like a coach if you don't read the game is over for the team you know so i came to the point that because i'm i'm always the cooler guy i i take things but i i i like i think not twice but i think maybe 10 times what to say before the things escalate right so when i had the conversation with him i said listen your son gonna play it's just the first game let me do my job let me do my best and i'm trying to find a position for your son and by saying that he was like a new player to the team he was not like a year or two or three to the team he was new player so i need to find the position for him but still i couldn't find it and, and maybe because the the game was uh, like inside 7v7 was not even outside 11v11 so the tournament was 7v7 so even you like a coach you kind of struggle to find the best position for some players because the game changes from uh, uh, 11v11 to 7v7 and like a lot of components are there and uh, by saying that that sometimes parents just need to let it go some moments let it go but that's the problem and they won't let it go kind of kind of take kind of take a paper and pen and just write it down and then come and speak with the coach and and believe me if if, if you kind of cut me on three games and i did not play your son then really some something is happening there Chris, right yeah because even even like a coach is not is not like uh, uh, right to not play a kid because like we're saying this is a development time for everyone and everyone is paying same to get that piece of of, of what they paying absolutely I, I agree with you I, I and I did not time like I did not time the player minutes they played. But since since uh, I kind of joined BSM and all of that, I kind of trying to do that. But I still, I'm not strict to the time. And I might be lost, put someone more and someone less. But if it, if it comes down to that, it's hard even for me like a coach. It's hard, but for, for, it, you it's like hard a parent, for anybody. It, it's hard exactly, for anybody. But, but for you like a parent, you can get a, a timer and time all the minutes your son can play. Uh, but I know. don't just have your son. I have 18 uh, kids that belongs to a parent. So for me, it's even harder. You, you, you know what's funny that you said that? You said time your son. There are people out there that they time their son, and I look at them and I'm like... They do, that's why I, 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 right. I already said that. And, I'm, and, 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 and I want to... Just go into that more because I think that is the dumbest thing that you can do as a parent to a player. And here's why I say that. There are many reasons why I substitute or keep players on the bench. I'm telling you from me, from me, Coach Chris, Coach Chris here from BSM Elite in New Jersey, Inglewood Cliffs, check it out, great club. I'm telling you how I do it. And go ask my players, whenever they're sitting on the bench, I explain to them what I want from them or why they're on the bench. Many yeah. components. Maybe you miss two practices in a week. You're on the bench. You don't yeah. know what we're doing. You're late. You're on the bench. I'm strict with time. My parents know this. Great fact, man. Those, all the coaches must see those things. I see that. So I'm explaining. You're late. You're late to my warm-up. On the bench, I don't play like that. Whatever happened, if it, you left late, that's not my problem. There was traffic, leave earlier. In the most respectful way. You didn't leave. You didn't give you enough, yourself enough travel time. All my players have to be in the field an hour before. Everybody knows that. So, there are many components to why I put a player on the bench. Load management, which is the biggest thing for my older guys. If I had a guy coming back from injury, what do you think? He's playing the whole game straight away? You're crazy. Mm-hmm. 
As a matter yeah. of fact, I'm doing your child a favor. I'm prolonging yeah. his career by You're watching out for his minutes. To get injured again. Because there's a lot of coaches that they're idiots. And this kid was a this kid who's gotten injured, he's come back. Mind you, he hasn't been in the movements of soccer. He hasn't been training properly because of the injury. And now you throw him back in there. You tell him, come on, give me everything you got. And he gives you everything he has. And because his body hasn't adjusted correctly, he's done. He's out again for another week, another two weeks, another month. Yeah. And whose fault is that? It's the coach's fault. And it's the parents' fault for encouraging it. Because some of them encourage that. Put him. He's good. I have a player that's coming off a, a ACL injury. I have a player that's coming off a broken foot. I'll be damned if I let them play the whole game. You're crazy. I'll play with 10 guys. I'll be damned if I let that player play, or those two players rather play, the entire game. They'll be worked in. Just like professional players are worked in. But I know what some of you are going to say. You can't treat a professional uh, uh, player like a youth player. And I say, well, in this instance, you can. You have to work them back. That's why I have a first and reserve team. And I don't have an A team and a B team. Because take a player that's been out for, for six to eight weeks or however long the injury was, put him back in that first team level where everything is fast, fast, quick, quick, quick. He's not there yet. Well, so what do you yeah. do? Reserve team is much slower than what the first team is used to. Let him work himself back. Once he gets himself back to where he needs to be with as far as getting games under himself, you know, get it fit again with the reserve team, then you bump him back to the first team. What's wrong with that? The problem This is, is the, 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 the right this is the right way to do things right. And we do that. But a lot of clubs don't yeah, do that. Yeah, but but okay, you do that, but uh is the agreement from the parent by doing that. There is no agreement. I'm keeping your kid alive and healthy for the next I, game. I know, but you might, you might, you might get to like uh, a situation uh, to escalate and all of well, that. Well, just then, then, then come and speak to me because I'm going to tell you the same thing. Like I just said, I tell your player, your child, why they're sitting on the bench. So, for example, I have Julian. I'm shouting out Julian because Julian's injured right now. Hi, Julian. He's oh, injured. You're going to have speed recovery. So, Julian broke his foot. He broke his foot. He's out. He's recovering now. So when Julian comes back to play, I'm going to be the first person to tell Julian, Julian, I want to let you know, and I love Julian. Me and Julian have a great relationship. He knows I'm very honest with him. Julian, I'm not yeah. putting you the whole game. I am not putting you the full 90 minutes because you just came back from injury, and I love you as a person to say, Julian, I'm not playing you for 90 minutes. I might give you 45. Let's see how you feel in those 45 minutes. Yeah, but those forty-five minutes are going to be cut out again uh, 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 in those two halves. So he might get twenty minutes in the first half, twenty-five minutes in the second half. I'm going to do load management correctly for Julian because I yeah. don't want Julian to be out another six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So if I want to be stupid and I play Julian ninety minutes, and now Julian gets hurt, he re-aggravates his injury, and he gets another injury because I want to be stupid. And I, I, I just need Julian to play so badly. Now he's out. He's out even longer. Mm -hmm. So that's so stupid. And so, yeah. it, it, again, and shout out to Julian's parents. So I'm not going to mention their names, but shout out to them because they understand why we do things. Yeah. I, I am the first person to tell you why I'm doing things. I'm not just going to sit him out, sit him out for four or five games and say nothing like most coaches do. Mm -hmm. I'm explaining to you why you're sitting out, why you're not going to play as much minutes as you think. I'm working you back. Yeah. And for the players that, you know, they're not injured, but they don't see minutes. The, again, there's a lot of things. Parents, if your kid is late to sessions, why do you think he should play over a kid that's been coming to sessions on time, putting in the work, but even though they're not as good, they're there and they're understanding. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see why you have a problem with that. Matter of fact, It's your fault that he's late. How about that? Uh, how about yeah. we say that? Why you drive? You drive to practice. Okay, you have kids. Okay, I'm sorry that you have kids. You have to do something so that your kid is on time. You know why? Because if there's a will, there's a way, and you can always find a way. Yeah. So don't tell me I can't do it. You can do something. 
my mother taught me that before she died. God rest her soul when I was seven years old. Yeah, and I will never forget. Soul. If there's a will, there's a way. So get it together. Don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people making excuses. And so here, here's where I go into just to finish, because I'm, I'm starting to build up a little tension. This is why I have to finish with this. And, and Fallon, you can, you can chime in on it. Parents, I know we're going through COVID right now, right? It's unfortunate that we're going through this. Um, and I want to say before I go on this little rant, I'm sorry that people lost their lives. I, I really am. I don't think anybody yeah. should lose their life, but it's life and that happens. It happens. And I'm sorry that people are losing their jobs and hours are being cut and and life is happening and it shouldn't because I think and I wish that everybody can be rich in a way. But again, life doesn't allow us to do that. So what I'm trying to say is this, in a soccer sense, we spend time inside. If your kid is not at the level that they're supposed to be at come the season, guess who I have to blame? Guess who I have to blame? I have to, there has to be a blame put on somebody. And you can tell me, well, I tried to get him to do something. Well, then he's not passionate about soccer. Yeah. You, you, and, and, and I'm talking to my players and my parents now because we've been quarantining for some time. Now everything's starting to open up. Trainings has happened. Games are happening. If you're out of shape, that's your fault, players. That's your fault, parents. You should have kept your nah. kid outside training. What was the let excuse? Me, let me say something before you finish this. Please do. Now is the right moment to push your kid or to say the words like you say in games, like pass, shoot, do that, do that. Now is because now the kids are kind of lost. Because I was lost too, and I'm still lost. Because I, I was like, <laughs> even even on this like this age, I I am. I do play video games, and I got into video games a lot. Believe me, telling the truth comes from someone that did that. And even even you, Chris, called me a lot of times. Come and practice with us, and do that, do that. And did I do no? Why? Because I was too lazy, and also like playing video games. But came to a point that I said to myself that, am I this guy? Or I am the guy that loves soccer and I want to get out and Play. do the thing I, I, I love, right? So now is the time that parents can push your kids because right now kids might be lost and they need guidance. And I'm not saying just because to bring it back to love soccer, but find a way that their emotions, if they really want to quit and you want them to play video games the whole time after quitting something, or you want to push them and find the right way that they kind of are lost right now. Believe me. I'm I'm lost. I was lost, but I know where I have to be and all of that. But kids, sixteen and under, even eighteen and under, they they can be lost. But you, like a parent, now here is your time to help your son or your daughter. I I you could have said that better to tell you the truth. So correct me. And say it better. That's that's. I, we had to pause on that one because that was that was well spoken. Um, so yeah, guys. At this time, you know, we want to get into. We always do quotes at the end of our podcast, and so I got a good quote uh, here for you guys today. And um, I hope it hits you, man, because it. it, it I I want to give positive energy. You always find good things to I wanna, hit. I want to. So. <laughs> I want to give positive um, energy to the people that are listening because, listen, if nobody believes in you, I promise you, I believe in you. And so my quote for today is this. It says, success is no accident. It is your hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love 
of what you are doing. And this is from the coach's training room. No, no. let me, let, it's, is this from Pele? It might be, but I got it from the coach's training room. So if it's from Pele, shout out to Pele. Shout out to coach's training room. It is shout from out to Pele. coach's training room because I got it from them. Uh, it could be from the world's best player, deemed. I think Messi's better, but for another conversation. It is, yeah, it is from Pella. To tell the truth, I, I, I read this before and I, I've seen that a lot. So let me mention something before we end up doing this. So football is played with the head. Your feet are just the yeah. two. You have you have to understand that. And the quote is by Andrea Pirlo, the new coach of Juventus Football Club. So shout out to Pirlo yes, and his new new journey and wish him the best. So guys, everything is learning process. You just process your thing and play with your heart, and your head. 100%. Because, like Pirlo said, your feet are just tools. But you know what? I don't think they, they, they didn't get that, man. They didn't hear our quotes. And, and before we go, uh, you have to hear exactly what we just said. My quote, success is no accident. I'm going to say it slowly. Success is no accident. You're successful because of what you do. You are successful because yeah. the work that you put in. And then it says, it's yeah. hard. It's telling you how you become successful. It's hard work. You have to learn. You have to study. And the most important thing in that, in that whole entire quote, you have to sacrifice and love what you mm -hmm. are doing. Too many people get up and they are like, with no purpose. Get up and be excited that you're alive yeah. because some people don't have the next day to live for. So whatever you're trying to go yeah. after, go after. Go after it full on. Commit 100%. I'm telling you firsthand, there are good days, there are bad days. But I tell you, and I promise you, when you work hard, those bad days will go away and there'll be a better day. Yeah. You have to sacrifice. What does sacrifice mean? Too many people, they say, I sacrifice. No, you don't. You know what sacrifice means? I said in the last podcast. Sacrifice means you have to go through a hurricane and a tornado to get to the sunny day. Because a hurricane, when it goes through a town, it destroys everything. But guess what? With hard work, yeah. with determination, with studying, that town gets built again. You get to build back. And it becomes better than what it yeah. was. But you have to love the process, people. Parents, you have to love that process. Players, you have to love that process of waking up every single day, studying the game of football, trying to be the best player you can Listen, be. Listen, man. Listen, man. I, I recently watched a new documentary that came out to Netflix. So that's something that Players and parents, it's a must see. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not doing marketing for, <laughs> for, for that or, but it's a good, a good, like a good right. example. Nicolas oh Anielka, what a, story. a legendary player. And you can see and understand how the real life happen on professional level and is like the truth spoken down on 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 that uh, documentary you guys will learn a lot of things you can be a good player on a team that is less say that good. again i'm sorry i didn't, I, I don't but, think they caught that say that one more time Say, no, say, no, I'm not going to say because they can... You can be they, a good player on a what? You can be a good player on a 
less so for better the translation, team than you. Bad team, what some people say. Yeah. Okay. Now, but when you go to a good now you're team, not even the man, you're not the player. You can end up being the bad player. Happens all the time. So exactly. So by saying that is decisions on life are so much important on professional level and Absolutely. youth level. By saying that is don't rush to go to Real Madrid if you still think that you're not ready. Because you might come the time that you go yeah, and you fail. And you ruin everything. And the example, the, the best example is watch the documentary and come speak back with me and see how you can ruin your career. It happens, man. And it's it's it, it, it happens, and 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 that's why I, I I took a example. Go to Netflix, watch Nicolas Anelka documentary, and see he end up changing on a year, like three or four teams, like on a, uh, he, he changed yeah, a lot he of teams, and see where he was belong, and see where he did good and bad, and learn, and also. By saying that, you kind of see some and uh, involvements of your brother or your parent or like the people are close to you. Learn, boys and girls. Learn, parents, please. So live your dream. Don't live your oh, parents' dream. Uh, you heard that? Everybody heard that? Live your dream. Don't live, live your, your dream and don't live your parents' dream. Or parents, don't live your dream Do your through kids. your Exactly. So let them enjoy, do things how they can do, and you you, yeah, you couldn't have said anymore. that any better. But, uh, live your dream. You know what? And and I just want to say this last thing, and I think I said it. I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Everything that was created in this world was somebody's dream and somebody's vision. And so there yeah. are many people in today's society that will say that's stupid. What are you talking about? Shoot it down. They just shoot you down and shoot you down and shoot you down until that person who has a strong mentality says, you know what? The hell with you. The hell with you. I'm going to go and do it. And now he's sitting at a desk with a hundred employees. He's sitting yeah. on bank. And when I mean bank, I mean, he's getting paid money. He's getting paid money that you wish mm -hmm. you could get paid for his stupid idea. So that's why when anybody tells me anything about an idea, I never say it's stupid. I never say stupid. If you're serious about it, you it, go, you do it. I'm, I'm supporting you. Yeah. It's like same thing. You even continue dreaming or you even go and live the dream. Dreams become reality if you put that work in. So stop being narrow-minded exactly. people. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. And, and, and we're going to end on this. I'll tell you something a thousand percent. The only, and for my players that they go and they traveled, we traveled to Ecuador, we traveled to Mexico, And uh, there's another trip coming up, another two trips coming up where we played these professional youth teams and we saw their professional players. And I'll tell you from somebody that's been in an environment that's pretty high, the difference between a professional player and a youth player, like amateur, you can kind of say, is that they have that passion. They breathe it every single day. This is their lifestyle. They're not changing their lifestyle. Whatever somebody tells them, they don't care. They're following their heart and their soul and their dreams. That is their goal. They want to do it at any means possible. They will run through a wall if it means they have to run through a wall to get to a contract. Our kids, you got to learn how to do it like that. And then you will sign a piece of paper yeah. and you will make money and you can be able to support your family for one check in a week because you sacrificed And you did everything you were supposed to do. But more importantly, you were patient. Okay. So, guys, I want to just say thank you to everybody who's listened to the podcast. I appreciate all the love, all the fans that we've gained. Um, it just wouldn't be possible without you guys. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we're here to just give our opinions and to share stories with you guys and to share the truth about things that people really don't want to speak about. Um, and so, again, I just want to say thank you guys. You guys are a big 
uh, inspiration to me, uh, especially my guys, my players, yeah. I because I get up that. every single day and, and, and I push myself, even on really bad days. I never show you. I will never show you. But I'm speaking to you, you know, in, 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 with, with all my heart, really, because it, I want the best for you. Whatever I can do to get the best out of you, I'm going to make sure that I do. And, and, and I want to see you succeed. I want your, your goals to be a reality, your dreams, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a saga. I'm not that kind of coach that does. If it's not saga, leave me alone. No, we are humans. I, I, I want the best for you. So if it's saga, if it's saga. If it's engineering, it's engineering. I, I don't care what it is. But this sport has brought us together. And thank God it's brought us together because I met some amazing human beings in this process. So thank you guys, yeah. you know, for making me the better person because I promise you, this is for you guys. Yeah, guys, and we do push ourselves and we say it's not about teaching you guys how to do good things just on, on the field. We also do try to teach you do good things also outside of the field. That's it's that's huge. something that we 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 live to. I, I yeah we live, and we always go hard on that. So guys, thank you for all the support and the love you give to the podcast we have. And like we said before, we are not trying to speak uh, bad or good. We're just giving our opinion. And. Thank you again, and we'll see, we'll you, see guys you guys in the next episode. Love you guys. Until then. Yeah.